Hi, I'm Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about insider threat detection, how to spot risky users and risky behavior. It's my pleasure to be speaking with Ajit Sanchetti. He's the CEO and co-founder of Preempt. Ajit, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you, Tom. Glad to be here. Ajit, you get the opportunity to see lots of different organizations in lots of different industry sectors. What would you say are the most common forms of insider threat that you see within these organizations? One of the most common forms of insider threats is privileged account abuse. What I mean by that is that enterprises have certain users who are considered super users, primarily from an IT standpoint, and they have a lot of access. They have access to systems, servers, applications, endpoints, uh, confidential information, and that kind of account access, when you have it, you can do a lot of damage without being detected. So malicious insiders, one of the first things they want to do is get access to privileged accounts. Once you have that, you can do what you want to do. You can erase your tracks. You can cover your activities, and nobody will know until it's too late. That is why privileged accounts have to be carefully monitored and carefully tracked so that no one can abuse it. The other forms of insider threats are your very vanilla ways where, where people do things that they're not supposed to do. They share passwords, they share accounts, they share servers and services and systems. And that makes it very easy for someone who is malicious or an insider who's gone rogue to now abuse somebody else's credentials to do the things they want to do or to, or to achieve their, their goals. So, Ajit, it seems like in the past four years in this sort of post-Snowden era, there's been a greater awareness of insider threat. But despite that awareness, why do you find that malicious insiders especially continue to evade detection? The reason is very simple. It is because we trust our employees. What happens is when, when you're on the outside of the network trying to get in, there are restrictions on what you can do. But once you're an employee and you're inside, employees have access to a lot of resources which they may or may not need. And what happens is if someone goes rogue or someone decides that he wants to build a second stream of income, it becomes very hard to know when they've gone rogue because almost all activity seems normal on the inside of the network. And so what enterprises are trying to figure out is how do you determine when someone goes rogue or someone becomes malicious? And that is why insider threats, even though they are not as frequent, they are more damaging to the enterprise. The enterprise trusts its employees to do their job, but the downside of that is there's more access than you need, and when you have more access than you need, it can be misused, and that leads to insider breaches. Well, Ajit, that's the malicious insider. In your experience, how significant is the role today of the unintentional insider, someone that commits an insider mistake by accident or is taken advantage of by someone on the outside? Very good question, Tom. I think that is more common than you would think. This is because most employees and most people are trying to get their job done. When you're trying to get the job done, you're trying to do it in the most efficient manner. And what happens is you do things that may or may not be right from a security standpoint. I'll give you an example. You're off on a weekend. You're, you're an admin in an, in an IT department. You're all out with your friends on the weekend, and suddenly there's an emergency. You don't have access to your laptop. So what you do is you use your friend's laptop to log into the network, use your privileged credentials, and try to resolve the IT issue. Well, you've solved the problem. You tried to get your job done. But what happened 
is now your privileged credentials are on a laptop that does not belong to the enterprise. We do not know if it has malware on it. We do not know where it has been. And now the enterprise is exposed. And this is just a simple example, and this happens all the time. People make mistakes not because they want to do bad things, but people make mistakes because they're trying to get their job done. They're trying to get it done quickly. They're trying to get it done efficiently. Ajit, let's take a step back and look at the insider threat from an organizational perspective. How should organizations even go about assessing whether they have a significant insider problem to begin with? One of the most effective ways is to understand what is normal and what is not normal on your network. And by doing that and getting that kind of visibility, it helps you understand how robust your your IT security is. It helps you understand if you have good security hygiene. What I mean by that is once you have the visibility of understanding what is normal behavior, you will figure out things that you didn't know before. For example, which accounts are not being used, which accounts are stale, which endpoints are stale, which users have weak passwords, which users are, are doing things that may not be right from a security standpoint. You get all of that information, and you get that when you start to baseline the normal activity on your network. If you start to resolve and understand how to clean up the network, how to get rid of all these stale entities, how to get people to do the right thing, then you will, you will go very far in addressing the insider threat problem because every time there's a deviation, you will know that there is a deviation, and you can figure out if the deviation is malicious or not. So talk to me for a few minutes about detection, please. What are some of the technical as well as non-technical solutions that organizations should be using to detect insider threats? The the non-technical solution, the first non-technical thing you can do is to train your employees. If you train your employees in understanding what good security hygiene looks like, then they will do the right thing. Most people want to do the right thing. The most effective way to do training is to do it in real time. That is, when someone makes a mistake and has a weak password, you tell them right away they have a weak password. When someone goes to open the phishing email, they need immediate feedback. The more people know that contextually and in real time, the more likely they are to not make those mistakes in the future. And from a technical standpoint, there are many different ways that the problem is, trying to, is being solved. One of them is, like as I mentioned, doing user behavior analytics. Once you do user behavior analytics, you start to understand who's doing what, when, how, which groups of people behave in a secure manner, which groups of users behave in an insecure manner, and you start to get a very good idea about what people do on your network. And as they deviate from this normal behavior, you can start to figure out if this deviation is a problem. For example, if someone's projects change or if someone's shift changes and now they log in at a different time, they log in to different servers, you don't know if that is malicious or not. But if you have a way of baselining it, you can actually very quickly tell if this is just a change in behavior or this is a, a malicious uh, insider who has gone rogue or malicious on you. There are other other techniques that people are using. Uh, user behavior analytics is one, as I mentioned. But there are ways, all, almost all having to do with some form of machine learning, to help reduce all the logs and the data that we have on the network and bring it down to a few actionable alerts. That is really a very big step in trying to understand when you have a problem because the biggest challenge is not that you're not collecting the data. The biggest challenge is making sense and interpreting the data, and machine learning really helps you get there. Okay, another challenge I want to talk to you about. We talked about solutions. Now talk to me about the skills. What are the skills needed for insider threat detection and remediation, 
and even more important, in this marketplace where we can't find enough qualified people, where do organizations even begin to find these skills? The cybersecurity skills gap is, is pretty acute. Uh, depending on the, on the statistics you see, we have a shortage of 1 to 2 million security experts that we need to do adequate security. And the problem is that when enterprises cannot find these security experts, what they do is they outsource the monitoring. Well, you can do that, but the problem with outsourcing your monitoring is that the people who are monitoring your network don't have any knowledge of your business, your business process, what is good, what is bad. And so every time they see something that looks unexpected or might be malicious, they create a ticket which someone inside the enterprise has to chase down. Now, if you keep getting these tickets and you have to figure out whether they are real or not, it becomes very mundane and boring. And when mundane and boring, then you will never get the best and the most skillful people to work in those roles. So what you need is to make the job interesting but meaningful. And one way to do that is to automate those responses that come to get past the first level of triage. You can do that with many techniques and tools that take all the data, ingest it, make sense of it, and tell you what the first level of triage can be. Some of them can even do these automatically. Now, once you do that, you you have a more tangible solution. You actually can do it in an efficient manner. You can do it in a cost-effective manner. Then that's what enterprises need to get to. What they have today is monitoring. But there are many solutions that are coming out in the market that will address this problem, will try to reduce the skills gap by providing more meaningful information to the security experts, make the jobs more interesting, and you will start to see talent flow in that direction. Ajit, take a few minutes now to tell me a little bit about preempt, please. What are you doing as an organization to help other organizations get a much better handle on the insider threat? At preempt, what we realized very early on is that the security shortage is not going to be addressed for many, many years. What enterprises need is some way to automatically respond to most threats when they are generated, the incidents when they are generated. And if you can do that in a very effective manner, where, where you can combine two very distinct techniques, user behavior analytics with adaptive response, and when users can get involved in the security fabric, now you have tens of thousands of people in your company thinking about security, even though they don't realize it. So, for example, if someone accesses six new servers, we don't know if they've gone malicious or it's just a change in role. If they can be asked to do a multi-factor authentication or a two-factor authentication on in real time and confirm their identity, we know they are who they say they are. And that's no longer an incident that someone needs to chase down. So what preempt is building is what we call a behavior of firewall that combines machine learning and analytics with adaptive response so that most security incidents can be self-remediated by the user themselves and the security analysts can focus on the very important alerts that actually need the time and attention. It is a new way of looking at the insider threat and the malicious breach problem. Ajit, that's a great overview. For a final question, I want to ask you if you can boil this down to a single piece of advice. What can organizations be doing better right now to minimize their risk from the insider threat? The most effective and the simplest thing that enterprises can do is to get their users involved in security. When people know that what they're doing is being tracked and what they're doing is either secure or insecure, they will try to do more and more of the secure thing, and they will do less of the insecure things that they've done in the past. And that, if it's done consistently and if it's done in real time, when you know that you did something wrong right away when you do do it, then 
people will start doing less of it and enterprises will get more secure. So the simplest and the most effective thing that enterprises can do is to make your users your strength, not your weakness. Ajit, that's well said. I've enjoyed our conversation today. Thank you so much for your time and your insight. Thank you, Tom. I enjoyed it. The topic has been insider threat detection, how to spot risky users and behavior. I've been speaking with Ajit Sanchetti, CEO and co-founder of Preempt. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.